together growing in faith, changing communities. Happy New Year, dear friends. There are a few things that I would like uh, to tease out and hopefully we could use as we begin this new year. And what I would like to talk about, I want to base it on the Gospel of Luke chapter 2, verses 16 to 21. The first point that I want to look into a place where I am fed, a place I call home. The shepherd went with haste to Bethlehem, and I want to dissect the word Bethlehem. It comes from two words in Hebrew, Bet Bayit, which means a house, a home. Lechem, it's bread. Jesus is born in Bethlehem, in a house, in a home of bread. Later on in the gospel, he will call himself, I am the bread of life. And so, if you go back to the gospel of Luke chapter 4, Jesus went back to Nazareth where he was fed, where he had been raised. And obviously he goes into the temple, rather into the synagogue, and in the synagogue he opens the book of prophet Isaiah chapter 60. The spirit of the Lord has been given to me. To set the blind free so that they receive their sight, the captives free, those who are lonely, those who are lame, those who are crippled, to change their lives. But there's one point I want to talk about at the moment. Where are you fed? What is it that is feeding you? What is it that has worked? And whatever has worked for you thus far, whatever has kept you going all these years, maybe reconsider staying with it. If spending time alone in prayer works for you, maybe why do you change that which is not broken? If waking up early in the morning and going for meditation, going for your morning run, going for a rosary works for you, if reading the scriptures works for you, if having someone as a prayer partner works for you, don't change it. And so as we begin this new year, the first question we need to ask ourselves, where am I fed? Where is my home? Just one second. There's a simple principle. Whatever is in the glass 
belongs to me. Kongogla Ogwam. This I can share. Where are you fed? What is feeding you? A great number of us have a jug full of water and yet we are thirsty. We keep on pouring into people's glasses and when they don't give us a drink, we get upset. We hate them. We think they are selfish. They are not selfish. I'm stupid. Whatever is in the class is mine. If I want more, I pour until I've had enough. We need to go back to the principle self-love, self-care, self-preservation. That doesn't mean I'm selfish. You must love the Lord your God with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your being. You must love your neighbor as you love yourself. I cannot give what I do not have. So the first principle for me as we begin this year is where am I fed? Secondly, taking care of myself is of paramount importance. I can have a baby and I can be breastfeeding my baby, but if I am not well nourished, what am I feeding my baby? Nothing. And so in order for me to be a good mother that is able to breastfeed, I must make sure that I am well nourished. I must make sure that I've taken care of myself. I must make sure that I am fed the best so that my baby can have something to eat. That's the second point, self-care. The third point that I also find absolutely interesting, who brings the good news? Or rather, who runs to Jesus, to Jesus, Mary and Joseph? It is not the king. It is not a priest. It is not a prophet. It is an ordinary shepherd. Now, if you understand the, the, the dynamics in the society at this time, shepherds were a nobody. It was just people who went out, spent time in the fields, looking after the cattle, the sheep, the goats, whatever. But they were nobody. They had no academic qualification. They had no status. They had nobody. The third point, don't underestimate any person who comes into your life. A friend of mine once told a story, Uchasintangobese. She had been frequenting a particular mall, and so there were these people who stand around, along, you know, 
and they will ask for money and she will give them whenever she had or whatever she could do and so one day she she was in a rush and she got off her car and she was rushing into the the shop and when she got into the shop she realized she had lost her wallet and so in in haste she's coming back and she's checking where she had dropped the wallet and one of these people ran to her to her and say sister sister here is your wallet and when she opened the wallet everything was intact the money the cards and everything and she looked at this young man she said but you didn't take anything and she said and this young man said to to, to jacinta he said of course because you've been nothing but good to me what goes comes what goes around comes around what i plant it's what i receive treat each person with respect with dignity they may not feed us they may do absolutely nothing of our status but there's something in them that I don't have that you don't have. Why would God choose a shepherd to reveal the greatest news? The first visitors that go to Jesus are shepherds. They smelly, they haven't had a bath probably for months. Their etiquette is terrible. You can sit with them at table, they will embarrass you. And so as we move on into this year, maybe let's try and teach each other to treat each other with dignity, with respect. Then there's also another point that I, I also find absolutely interesting is that when they go to Jesus, where do they find him? Not in a temple, not in a palace, but in a manger. Once again, when you get a chance, in here you find the temple where the king is. And just behind him, you find the, the inn, the hotel, where the, the, the people would have gone. And just behind that, you find the stable, the manger. Maybe what is it that I want to talk about here? Learn to make financial decisions. As we begin the year, make a financial decision. There are certain things that are not worth doing. Ang kwazo, eplatina lodo, 
Gine nyama yenkuku, gine nyama yenkomo, gine skapu, gine nyama yenkulumu. Epetine lotu, ngosuko lotu. That's not a financial decision. That's not a financial decision. Mina, when I grew up, one of the things we were taught was the word no. I'm not sure if, if any of you were taught that. Just because a child is asking for something, just because a child is throwing tantrums, it doesn't mean you must always give them what they want. It's not child abuse. It's to teach them responsibility. But now, if we are not dealing with children, if you pay the phone to your mental, if you go to your mental, if you go to your mental, who's open to win your near mercy? We are born up tandana no muntu otandizindo. Kotakakwanzu we maintain a leo lifestyle is a red flag. Emdenini ukhtana no muntu who always demand things that they are not prepared to do for themselves is a red flag. Don't do things out of guilt. Don't do things just because you don't have to pay back. What I do, I do out of love, not out of obligation. Learn to make financial decisions. And so before I spend my money, I always have to ask myself, does this make financial sense? No, it doesn't. Then why should I waste it? I'm going to need it tomorrow. My dear brothers and sisters, do not be fooled by the money in your bank. I call that liquid cash. It's liquid money. It's in and gone. Don't be fooled by that. And I strongly believe we need to have a crucial conversation as young as our children when my five-year-old comes to me and wants money and i give him 10 rand i give him 20 rand what does it do with it if he takes that money and he runs into the shop and buys sweets i have failed him because what does it mean i've taught him money is there to be wasted I've never taught him that this money can make you more money and more money can give you a sense of security. So as we begin this year, learn to make financial decisions. Sambonan. Yuzotali stock fell again in a sub-bolegis again. Felling yas and naman. And now you know me. Why? The last point that I want to bring to our attention is as the shepherds say all these things, Mary kept them in a heart 
and she pondered them. That's the last point. Before you go to bed at night, reflect. How was my day? I find this very useful for me. As a couple of hours, maybe an hour or a couple of minutes before I go to bed, I spend time doing what we call examination of consciousness. What happened today? And I ask myself, okay, Exene, I woke up, this has happened. How did I deal with that? Was it good? Could I do it differently? And I see something else. Was this okay? Can I do it differently? One of the greatest Greek philosophers, Socrates, he says, an unreflected life is not worth living. For five years, it's impossible. It means I'm not reflecting about my life. And I cannot do the same things over and over and expect different results. I am not the one who goes with New Year's resolutions. I don't do New Year's resolutions. But I'm the one who believes in planning. But also I don't waste too much time in planning. I use the 80-20 rule. The 20% must make sure that I articulate and I achieve the 80% of success and productivity. But start reflecting about your lives. What do I want? How do I get there? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.